I, I watched uh, Santa Claus Conquers the Martians, and there was so much background noise shit, no one's going to notice. No one will even notice. <laughs> At this time, Station KID-TV brings you the special event of the year, a first in television history. At this very moment, KID-TV has standing by a television crew at Santa Claus Workshop. And in just a few seconds, our special correspondent, Andy Henderson, will bring you a person-to-person interview with Santa Claus himself, direct from the North Pole. This is FilmSack. Oh, sure. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to FilmSack. This is FilmSack episode 403. Oh, you, can you hear the saw? Hold on a second. It was really loud. Uh, sorry. There's construction happening in my house, but we've decided pre-show that it's okay because this movie yes. had terrible sound work and it always mm-hmm. sounded like something was happening in the background. So it kind of fits. Uh, I'm Scott Johnson. Welcome to the show. We're minding the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. I'm joined today by Brian. Get out of the damned radar box, Dunaway. I can't. It's marked radar box in naps. Oh, ho, 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 no. Welcome, kids, to Santa's workshop. A magical place so wonderful and weird that a Martian could walk right through that door and no one would even blink. Speaking of blinking, let's head over here and meet Santa's little blinky. Currently, he is sanding down wooden toys for boys and girls of the free-loving 60s. (laughs) Oh, no. What's wrong, blinky? Do you have something in your eye? Blink once for yes, twice for no. Okay, all you're doing is blinking a whole lot. Put on some safety goggles, you weird elf. All right, over here is Slinky the elf, the elf who makes the toy that walks down... What? Walks where? The elf who makes the toys that walk downstairs alone or in pairs, and everybody loves it. Yeah. Be careful, Slinky, don't fall off that stool. Oh, no, he's falling so slowly. I can't stop watching. Fall faster, Slinky. <laughs> oh, hey, look. It's Santa's little winky. Hey, Santa's little winky. Come on out here. What are you doing? Making something phallic-shaped for all the good little girls and boys? No? Checking the naughty list? Twice? Am I on there? Yeah, I am. Bye, Santa's little winky. What a dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Top of forum today, by the way. That was mm. fantastic. Uh, also, oh my gosh, it's so loud. Also with us, Randy, come out of the ship, Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Randy. Listen, Scott, I'm going to need you to stop this lollygagging. And Brian, don't you think I don't see you gagging on lollies over there? And, uh, uh, oh, oh, am I being recorded? Oh, oh, people can, people can hear me right now. Oh, oh, this is. Oh, I do declare. I don't know what to say. Oh, oh, it it didn't bother me at all to boss you around like you aren't powerful, magical beings who everyone reveres. But as soon as I realized that this microphone is hot, oh, oh, can, can you hear me fanning myself? 
Oh, I'm so nervous. Uh, she's the worst. She's like Aunt B on meth. I, she was a perfect Aunt B. That's exactly what I thought put to. Yeah. Aunt First meth. ever representation of uh, Mrs. Claus, by the way. Yeah. But, fun trivia. Never been on film yeah. before. There she is. Oh, I was beat hoping you were going to say by three first weeks. impersonation of Mrs. Claus on film sack. Oh, oh that's well, that that too. also that true. Yeah, no, yes. two things at once. It can both. You can have both, both those things in your head at the same time. Yeah, uh, she was in. <laughs> and she was the first uh, representation, only by three weeks. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, same year, nineteen sixty-four. Oh, also, the good one, Mrs. the Claus. animated deal, the with the yeah. blinky nose. Oh, oh well, yeah. Promotes the one that promotes bullying, right? Yeah, so yeah. much. The one that they want to ban now, whatever. <laughs> Right. Even even Santa's a dick. Ah, he is a dick. Terrible. He's a huge dick. Also, and finally with us, Brian, intergalactic kidnapping is fun, Ibit. Oh, it so, certainly is. Thank you, Skamar. And and hello to you, <laughs> Ranmar and Dunmar. Let's be honest. Uh, the shots are beautifully framed. The actors within them seem so realistic in their convictions, and the action is top-notch. Mm. I really can't say anything bad about 90% of this film. Um, <laughs> now, the shots that aren't archived NASA stock footage, on the other hand... <laughs> stand up! Stand up! Stand up! Stand up! Stand up! Stand up! Can't. Stand up! Can't. I hate the stand-up guy. <laughs> Uh, that's all I got. That's, I'm done. No, that's good. No, no, that that is about. You are. I think we're on the same path. I think it's going to be a you know a Dunaway Ibbit. Yeah, that was a very Dunaway like yeah. intro, actually. It kind of was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit. Well, uh, so I, stood up. I, I can't believe we're hey. doing this, but we're watching the now. I found out this was completely public domain. It just happens right. to be shown uh, like in a proper format or a way for you to get it easy on Amazon Prime Video, but you can actually get it anywhere, and it's 100 percent legal. Because no one cares about owning the, the rights to it. <laughs> actually, right. actually, only if you're in the U.S. If you're outside the U.S., there are there are copyright holders. Oh, really? Really? Wow. Who the hell owns that? Who owns that? So, uh, I think it's it's actually. Oh, who is it? I forget. It's a distribution. It's somebody we know. Let me see. I can't remember. Right. Somebody we know personally. No, no, no. It's a it's a company that we're all familiar with in the U.S. It's a U.S. company. Oh, so. it's some kind of distribution company, probably. But. Right. Yeah. Well, it's well, somebody. Um, I can't believe somebody would say, "Oh, they're showing Santa Claus conquers right. the Martians in Norway right now." I want some money. Yeah, right. Got to get some of that hot dibnars or whatever their freaking money I, is there. I'm just, I'm just really, really that it, surprised that it exists. Like a lot of times when you see these uh, mystery science theater movies, you can't like watch them otherwise. There's like, it's like they've been buried. You know, this is like one of those, but it's somehow available. Right. No, right, right. It's, it's, it's such a, a it's it's a it's a it's relic. A, man. It's a unique one. It's a weird bird. It is a relic that. of a film. Uh, like like Gibbet said, Santa Claus conquers the Martians is the title. You probably heard of it before in snickering tones. I guess there's a uh, Mystery Science Theater three thousand episode about this one. Is I didn't it? I didn't know that. It's from eighty eight. No, there. Yeah. I, I'm not saying there is. Oh, yeah. There there absolutely. I know is. there is. Yeah, there is. There's cinematic Titanic. There's several. Uh, yeah, this has been this has been tackled before, but not in film sex. No, and I, I haven't seen it in any of those other formats. So this isn't me going, "Hey, we should do that too." I, I this just seemed like the right thing oh, to do. Ibit, 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 uh actually said, "Hey, we should do this." Uh, we agreed, and damn it, we're going in. This is it. Okay. Santa Claus All conquers right, so the Martians. I've, yeah. I've just looked this up, and it's actually I can't wait to watch this. I wish I had watched this. Mm. It's episode three twenty one of Mystery. Uh, it's it's from 1991. It oh. aired for Christmas that year. 
Yeah, wow. I'm totally I'm all in. Oh. I, I like yeah, seriously. That's mm. that's not a thing you want to watch before film. Like I wouldn't watch no. them before film sack because I'd be afraid of like, oh yeah, I guess I would say that, but they said it too, and I don't want to sound like right. I'm just ripping them off. Or yeah, I mean, and we've always said people in the very early days of Film Sack, like back in '09 when we started the show, we're like, oh, it's just like that. Well, no, it's not. We do a very different thing here. It's not intended right. to be anything like that. Um, right. I at the time I hadn't even. I mean, this is embarrassing because it's kind of nerd cred being lost. But in '09, I hadn't even seen mystery science theater. Oh, I grew up on the mystery science. Yeah, I'd never even seen it. So for me, Lucky. it was like, no, this is. I felt like we had this most original idea ever, and everybody's right. like, "Well, it's not that original." But, but um, I I grew up loving all of those things. I watched the Elvira, you know. I watched all these hokey late night shows where you have, uh, you have announcers who are, are getting involving themselves in the shows. Sometimes even show up in the movies, uh, you know, kind of to make to make fun. So I've always loved this. Yeah, I want to say one. I want to say one more thing about that whole tampering subject because. I'm I'm hyper aware of it, and it came up this week. Uh, a mutual friend of ours, uh, who we call Mercy Medical, uh, went to watch the movie Love Actually for the first time. Oh, I love that movie! And nice. uh, she she had never seen it, mm -hmm. and so people are posting about it, and uh, that caused me to reread this amazing uh, article by Lindy West from 2012, titled. I've just rewatched Love Actually, and I'm here to ruin it for all of you. <laughs> and it's this comprehensive just slam of Love Actually, like from top to bottom, everything wrong with the movie, all like, and it's all jokey because Lindy West is really funny. Yeah. And so just the, like, it's like a 4,000 word article where she just rips apart every little mm. thing and all the mistakes and all the horrible things in Love Actually. And I actually, like, after reading that, I was like, oh, wow, I, I can't say anything about this movie now. I mm. like anything I would say would just be a ripoff of Lindy West, and I I kind of regret it, you know. Right, Coming yeah. So well, it's a similar kind of thing, but <clears throat> nonetheless, we're going to dive into this one time in historical accurate uh, representation where Santa Claus had to conquer the Martians. Uh, it is uh, treated as such in this movie. It's funny. I can't even tell quite who this is for because it's for kids, oh, obviously, from the beginning. Yes. But there's a point in the middle of it where things get a get real gnarly like there's a fight between the captain and the mustache voldar guy <laughs> that's like the super the mustache it's kind of it is accurate yeah and it's Isn't like it? this it's like this very brutal sort of fisticuffs yeah. that's like, like way harder grabbing a head grabbing the dude's head and bashing it against the the control panel behind him i mean that's right. not something that's like a but Batman 1960s, like, <laughs> flock, yeah. smack. Yeah. Like, he doesn't was, ever grab the penguin's head and start bashing it against right. the side of the Batcave. Yeah. This was a this was the start of something where Disney was ruling uh, the airwaves, especially on TV during this time. And they had kind of cornered the market on uh, this kind of entertainment for kids. And you can't remember a lot of these people grew up on kid entertainment like Warner Brothers. Very violent mm -hmm. uh cartoons at the at the movie theater and then later to tv so yeah they, that's that's what the, that was the market the market was definitely i they guess i don't know the, man I, I i felt like this was just bad bad everything like everything's bad there's nothing in here where you're like oh okay well I, there's this redeeming thing I, in here what is I it i disagree okay I think give it some, what is it what is I, it? I think there's some amazing things and a lot some people say oh it's so bad that it's good i think there's actually good good like uh i think some of the portrayals like chochum the the wise 
the wise man <laughs> on uh, yeah, the Yiddish name. Any, anyone else reminded of Piranha 3D when <laughs> a little you bit. just said right. that? A little bit. Okay. Cho-chum! 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 <laughs> yeah, so I, I thought I thought that was... It just, it just kind of. I like the fact that it wasn't such, just wasn't played down to kids. It wasn't talking down to kids. It was kind of addressing some, uh, some real ideas for, and it, fears. It didn't talk down exclusively to kids. <laughs> yeah, right. it talked time. down pretty much to everybody. But for, for its time, Cho-cha! right? It's not. Yeah. Um, Sorry, oh wow, Cho-cha! you found it. That, that I did. Yeah, I kept that one. That's a good uh, one. <laughs> uh, this is Cho Chum, right? Yeah, Cho Chum versus Cho Cha. Yeah, yeah right. for, for its time, it's not condescending. Watching it now, it's so condescending that it's funny. It's yeah. actually it actually helps the film that you feel like yeah. you're watching there... something really old. It's like it feels older than it is. Yeah. I don't remember the last time I experienced that. Do you? Do you guys like? Did you all feel that like? Oh wow, this is from the 17th century. No, <laughs> no, actually. yeah, no. I agree. It's it's in color yeah. and from the 60s, and but it feels like way older than that, and it feels way more rudimentary than anything anybody yeah. was doing in the 70s. I mean, all they had to do was turn on Star Trek and learn a few technobabble words instead well, of words like the radar box and freaking but, food pills. Food but pills. We're, we're like we're like right on. We're like right at the space race. So we're, we're, we're coming out of the Flash Gordon kind of era and going into a more practical sci-fi, which we'll see in Star Trek in the late 60s and some other movies as well. Uh, Star, By the way, Star Trek was in the first one. Go ahead. Yeah. By the way, food food pills just dawned on me. If you've never had food, you live on Mars. Why would you call them food pills? Just call them pills. Yeah. Right. Yeah, just, just call them pills. pills. The, and these him, are the pills we eat. Yeah. And he's, and the dude, what's his name? Uh, Bobong or whatever. who's the funny? Supposed to be the funny one? The guy says he's supposed to be he's not funny. Droppo. Right. Droppo. Droppo. Droppo is in there. Going, I'm sorry. Yeah, ooh, uh, banana yeah, cream. Droppo. Ooh, uh, uh, freaking vanilla shortcake. Like he's saying all these foods right. how would you know what the hell they you don't know what they well, are the, the idea because they watch tv oh right gosh. they watch tv and also we're under the impression and oh my god how am i explain why am i explaining this movie yeah. it's probably the greater <laughs> question in the logic of it but however they do they do hint at certain things saying like uh you know they they, they are a they are a reflection of what we're going to become if we don't change and we keep moving towards this technology treating our kids with no uh with no childhood and and homogenizing everything so yeah i mean there's a there's a place where we assume that the martians at one point in time did have chocolate cake well, but they've just evolved sure. they've to the gone point. gone okay. to this point where their kids are they, just drones i get it like that's the big message their resources their chocolate cake resources <laughs> exactly yeah. but they yeah. were able to inject somehow into this movie even the most stupid gender bias thing with the two with the brother and the sister that were kidnapped because it's Billy some point, and Betty. Yeah. Betty couldn't do anything but scream. And it was constantly right. Billy's job. To, oh, don't worry, Betty. I'll save us. Like it was the most you like stay in the cave. I'll fight the polar bear. Yeah. <laughs> they gave Billy all the smart words, yeah. by the way. Yeah. 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 But he also had the weirdest speech impediments. Like that kid yeah. couldn't talk very well. There's yeah. it was freaking weird. Well, it was stilted because I mean, the, the dialogue he was given to read once again, I'm not defending this movie saying it was a good movie. I'm saying there are parts of this movie that that were done competently. Not, I don't know not which, you still haven't told me what part it was competent. Okay, okay. I actually want to. I actually want to defend it on that level because, um, admittedly, I'm saying that it's possible for you to go see a community theater production of Hamlet and get a good time. 
Like that that's what you know, like that's my argument here is that there are people who are perfectly competent actors who have a script that they've memorized and they understand how to act it out. And it doesn't like it, there were a lot of moments where I was totally sucked in to this film because people are doing a fine job. It's mm-hmm. just all crappy. So you're like <laughs> like I've set my all of my expectations down so low. That I'm now, like, I, I'm literally, uh, this year I'm literally talking about going to see The Nutcracker at a tiny little oh, community yeah. theater in on the Big Island. Like, you know, in, in, like Waimea Nutcracker. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why would you do this? <laughs> but you set your expectations to a very different place, right? Yeah. And yeah. it's totally, it, like, it can totally entertain you. Can you like, imagine how good Voldar, the actor, would be if he didn't have to act in that stupid costume? <clears throat> no, no, he was a stage dude. <laughs> All the stuff I found out about that guy, by the way, died fairly young, 59. Yeah. Didn't, yeah. Uh, was in a bunch of other stuff, movies and bit parts and TV, a lot of, you know, TV stuff, a lot of Macmillan and Wife and freaking Mannix and that sort of stuff. <laughs> um, this director also, by the way, mostly famous for directing tons of episodes of old 70s and 80s shows like the mm. ones i just mentioned uh but he he had all there was a bunch of stuff about how he had always felt like this just ruined him like his his face right. and his mustache were so uh iconic with this terrible movie that he couldn't right. get jobs for a while uh, and, and the problem i think the problem stemmed from the fact that you know fads come and go and there was a fad for just a minute in the sixties, early sixties, especially that Martians were a, a thing that was going to be around for a while. And it, it seemed like a good idea. Right. And then when you turn back around, you're like, wow, that was dumb. Well, it goes back further to like, you know, the forties and fifties, they had all kinds of radio plays about Mars stuff. Oh yeah. Mar- yeah. But once we actually, once Bugs we actually, hit, Marvin the Martian. We actually right. once we actually hit space, all of that stuff, changed completely no you're not wrong about that we no longer yeah. looked at yeah we no longer looked at that kind of stuff in the same you're way. totally right all that stuff after 69 or whatever it was right. uh changed and everybody had a different view of what space is and we got either better at portraying fictional stuff and also better at portraying actual stuff and 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 it was a that's a good shift the problem is i like some good cheese bag ridiculous dumb old stuff like you you mentioned earlier flash gordon I think Flash Gordon stuff is amazingly great. Like I could yeah. sit and watch it all day. There's now a real is that is that the original it. TV series? Uh, oh yeah. Flash Gordon? Oh yeah. Not, yeah. Or are you talking about the movie we watched? <clears throat> not the movie. Well, I, mean, I like the movie right. on its own in its own dumb way. But I like the the original oh, shorts, serial. the yeah. serial short stuff that they would play on the matinees is just really fun, stupid, <clears throat> good time. And this is not. It, it just this just never captured any any of that stuff. Like it just felt. They're all sitting around a table, poking buttons, saying, go to power three. Like, it's just, I can't take it seriously. Yeah, I mean, it feels like there's about 15, 20 minutes of this that I I enjoyed and that I was having a good time in. And it was stuff like um, the goofy, the really goofy uh, toy factory that plays weird al hurt keyboard music while <laughs> toys are coming up down the the fact that kids have to keep running back and forth with laundry baskets to collect yeah. the toys yeah um but then you're right i mean there's like yeah go go pull the the pastel dildos to lower the the uh landing gear and oh, go the landing gear the most difficult landing gear ever right. that, there's oh never been God. that much effort into landing gear <laughs> for all like we've mastered space travel but our right. landing gear is not only completely manual right. but but is also the most difficult thing to operate <laughs> right and then this idea of like an eight foot 
Oh, they, okay. This is a confusing moment in the movie. They have this eight foot robot sure. named Torgo or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, Torgo. And, Get uh, down here, Torg. Yeah, and he wants Torg to come out and hunt down these kids, and it's supposed to be menacing and all of that. But when they first yell for him to come down, you don't see it. But the very next scene is the giant bear, the polar bear, the, the polar bear, bear. Suit. the guy in the bear suit. So I thought Torg was the bear, and yeah, me too. And, and, uh, and that goes on for a while, and then you're like, oh no, wait, there's that robot. That's Torg. Like they were really poor at like stringing that stuff together. You know? it, that's by exactly way, right. Can, Editing there is most likely. Yeah. Can I get a trope alert? Yeah, on that, you by can the way? get a big fat one right here and right in your face. Here you go. So we have this thing coming that you're supposed to be excited about and scared about. And oh my gosh, torque, torque, torque. And then the instant we actually get it like operating. We put a freeze ray on him. Okay, bye, Torg. Yeah. <laughs> like, was was it, it either, I didn't understand what the point was. Was there a freeze ray? What happened exactly? Did Santa use some kind of Santa mind trick on him? And he's like, "You're a giant toy. You're a toy now." Is that yeah, what was happening? That's what it was. I think it was. It was the power of toy suggestion. It's like, <laughs> oh, you know, he can he can squish through a tiny tube, an airlock tube, right. and he can right. uh, command I, robots to turn into toys. I am convinced that the Martians had a freeze ray because it, this is the only thing that explains Mrs. Claus being frozen. Yeah. Oh. Oh. oh the, the yeah. Now they. But yeah, how no. how Santa stopped Torg was was no the Martians had a plork gun plork. plork. Oh, and see. <laughs> I thought I thought the Martians used their freeze ray and Santa like reflected it onto Torg or something. Oh, like that's that. interesting concept. Oh. No, I think that Santa was was given the power to turn things into toys. I think that was Yeah. I, that's what I told myself to to accept this weird ass reality. Hold on, uh, he was given the power to do that or he just has it innately? Like I, what do you mean? Maybe he just has he the was, power innately. The okay. character that's... was the character was given that. His mutant story. power that someone someone wrote that down. Puberty. Right. <laughs> someone wrote that down a piece of paper first, and then someone else believed it. Is yeah. What happened. Right. Yeah. Shut right. up, mom. Leave me alone. I'm going to my room. Oh my gosh! I just made an action figure big and alive. Yeah, that was like that. <laughs> now, come on. You didn't enjoy. I, I've never seen John Call, but I think the guy who portrayed Santa Claus. No, was we're gonna have words. Santa no, Claus. we're gonna have words. He's a no, horrible Santa. An amazing Santa. Yeah, Claus. The Santa. Santa. Uh, ironically, Santa him. was the worst thing about this movie because really? it comes across like such an idiot. Yeah. Like, you know what's what's like, weird about that? Yeah, yeah. And I hate to keep saying the phrase community theater, but I could <laughs> I could seriously throw a tennis ball in a shopping mall at Christmas time and find a, a person who would play a better Santa in this movie. I, I don't understand. I, yeah, I yeah. disagree. He to me, and maybe it's because I grew up with '60s Santa Claus. You probably did too. But this guy portrayed, he had the, he had the you know inflections and the, and he he, he was able to laugh. No, nope, he would did it wrong. No, nope. here's a laugh from Santa. Listen. <laughs> That's, That's a terrible Santa laugh. Yeah. I love it. And I'd like, and I'd like to point out this killed his career too. He had he had no, an no. okay uh, credit li list up <laughs> until this not movie. Santa's career, Brian, don't worry. Right. No, it killed Santa's career. Santa was right, doing right, right. great, yeah, it's, and it's then and then suddenly the yeah. this movie comes along, and this one actor makes it so that kids don't believe in Santa anymore. Anyway. Like he has an okay credit list, and then it just stops. The only thing he ever does for the rest of his life is play a doorman in some TV show. No one ever. Oh, saw. speaking of doorman, I mean, uh, we also had uh, Ned Wertemeyer, who was uh, the doorman uh, for uh, the Jeffersons, right? Oh, he he's in he was this? the oh, really? the reporter uh, Andy Henderson, who who Santa Claus 
started calling him Andy. Then it started calling him Anderson. I'm like, does Santa have some kind of dementia? But I do yeah. love the fact that he can't write. We don't care enough about our characters to even right. make sure that the people call him the same thing from one scene to the next. Yeah, that's. Uh, I forgot about that. I didn't know he was in an actual yeah, thing because that girl, the girl's Piazadora, right? She's right, the, right. So she went on to fast, stuff. Fast forward, fast forward to Playboy. What? Yeah, oh. she did a lot of weird French movies. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, like yeah. I mean, sure, a couple of these people you might have heard of. None of them are Trek <laughs> connections, by the way. None of them. Not a single Trek connection in this entire thing, which surprised me a little bit. What What do we think about Droplo's performance, Bill McCutcheon? Uh, he sucked. About? I wanted to kick him across the room every time I saw him. I hated him. He was awful. Now, was that his performance or the character's... Uh... Uh, he played Droplo like a clown on Sabado Gigante. Like on yes, a, uh... agreed. Exactly. Right. Yes. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> that's would, a good How reference. would you play the Martian Droplo? Um, <laughs> Droplo, I mean, I don't... I, he's such a bad character that I don't. I'm not going to blame the actor. It's fine. Right. Him or the there was another guy that was like um, he was a sneaky little sleazy one that hung around with yeah, mustache. Vol- Voldar. Voldar is absolutely the best. Well, no, but who's the guy with Voldar? Who's the one that went off? Uh, oh, he went off, and he. Oh, is it the one that was holding uh, uh, Droppo? Was it the one holding Droppo behind the nuclear blanket? Yes. Is that you talking about? Yes. It was like squeezy um, or cheese bag was that, or whatever. Was that, Anyway, oh, that, uh, any whatever he is, he looks like Jam- he looked like Jamie Ring- Farr. Was it, it wasn't Ringo. <laughs> oh yes, right. No, Ring- it was the one that they brought in. Right, you don't see him until uh, till right before the fight in the toy factory, and he did look like Jamie Farr. Yeah, he looked just right, like right. Jamie Farr. He looked like a cross clinger. between Jamie Farr and Michael Richards. <laughs> yeah, a little am, bit. Yeah, I am. I am. I gotta say, <laughs> I gotta say this about everybody's. Uh, watching abilities you guys watch this really close i am i am impressed because i was convinced while i was watching this i'm like no way did this hold anyone's attention oh um, i watched it very closely i mean it, it, may, yeah, not, it, it may not have he made tina sit there and watch the yeah, whole thing it, uh, <laughs> had to I mean, watch the whole damn thing uh, so no good. i'm gonna admit i i really worked out some kinks in my uh warrior control deck while watching this <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a good time to do it. I don't, I don't blame you for that. But yep. yeah, I tried to. I was actually going to rope my daughter into sitting down with me and doing it. And she had something else come up, but, but yeah, I, I feel like I, I feel like I haven't had to watch this poorly. Of and and, and one, I want to make this very clear: perfect for film sack. Zero yes. regrets. This yeah. is the way we go. Yeah. When not always. Sometimes we want something decent, half decent. You know, we want to be able to see a, an action movie that was influential but doesn't hold up today. Like we have all these criterias on the show that that are really interesting and diverse but this is once in a while you just need a piece of shit right right and this is it man this is so it and it fits the holiday we're right here right around christmas yeah it's seasonal (laughs) like it's perfect so i want to make that very clear but i also want to make it equally clear that santa says ho 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 not this (laughs) that's not santa no santa oh that's sad that's sad to it's free, yeah. and he said, "Like, all right, is he? I mean, I, on one hand, I think he's just he's playing up the fact that he's kind of an idiot. Like when he says, well, and Voldar accidentally locked us yeah. in the airlock, and then accidentely turned on the switch to open the airlock. Yeah, is it just like trying to play it up for the kids? Like, now don't hate him. Don't let's not you know let's get <laughs> let's not get mad. Or is he just really?" He just is such an idiot. He can't see that there's. I think some he's bad trying to turn Voldar he's, back to being nice or something. He's Santa. Yeah, 
die. Well, Voldemort yeah. wasn't even in the room at the time, was he? Yeah, he, uh, yeah, yeah, he, he was. was. Yeah, he, he was. was. Yeah, that's he was. right. That's right. Because yeah. he was still standing by the switch. Yeah, I think <laughs> he's I, like, what? <laughs> I'm me? I'm not doing anything. Yeah, he was just basically Snidely Whiplash in this thing. He was he was Skeletor. Yeah, he was so much yeah. better than Snidely Whiplash, even though he did have the mustache. It, it was I, I give you that, but yeah. he was he was just oh he was just like just the opposite mm-hmm. of of everything good and i i really enjoyed his the, this his movie character. everybody in this movie him included they all inched a little too close to blackface for my t- for my comfort like yeah. just a little <laughs> which little like, too much. i actually felt for its time the depiction of what martians were wasn't so bad mm-hmm. like for right. its time i would love to I'd, I'd love to see something very different than just humans in green face but i <laughs> I get I I gave up on that on that pretty quickly and just I, went with it, you know. I yeah. I gotta say, if I could pull off a Martian cape, that was pretty tight. Mm. I like the he only only I one like had him though. The main guy only had it, and everybody yeah else yeah because he was number one and uh, Voldar was number seven, and that was the problem. Yeah yeah, and Vol and the yeah. the other guy with I, the beard, full beard. He had he had quite the beard. That guy. Let's yeah. talk about the names because I really did like how like their their name tags or their name number right. tags were their first initial for their character names. So it's Voldar. Yeah. He's like V O one and right. everybody else. But I also appreciate that they really couldn't come up with clever names for the kids. So no. boy Martian, boy Martian, girl Martian, just get abbreviated to right. Bomar, Bomar and Germar, Germar and, and Mamar or Momar. Yeah, yeah, like this, girl, this is, girl Martian, Germar. Right? How do you right. how do you know this is the boy? It's <laughs> Boy Martian, Bomar. Yeah, and his dad is Kaimar, which I guess is short for King Martian. I was going to say King yeah, Martian. That's yeah, the only thing I yeah, could come yeah. up with because he he should have been Daymar, Dadmar. So uh, what was Vol? Is that uh, I I know it's got to be a reference to something though. It's I don't know. That's what I was trying to figure out. The other ones like Droppo just completely bucks the whole system. There's no Mar, and he, he's a Martian. He's got to end with a Martian. Right. Yeah, it's literally a clown name. But like the but Voldar, Voldar or Volmar is it Voldar? Voldar. Vol- Voldar. 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 I think just sounds evil. I think it just sounds like an evil yeah. bad guy name. Voldar Mort. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Voldar if it ends in a if it isn't a Dar, then it's yeah. That's he, but Mar. He, that's a family name. It, it's he who shall not be pronounced properly. That's what you'd call like <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> He who shall have a sweet, sweet stash. Right. Yeah. What did y'all think about the the uh, the three elves that were making all the toys? Because they they didn't have a big budget apparently for elves. <laughs> oh my gosh, they were the best because they their lines were so stilted and dumb. They yeah. when they were filmed from behind, they were I think they were kids, not and yeah, not little yeah. people. And then when they when they got frozen, they're just moving. <laughs> Yeah, they were yes, so exactly. okay. Everybody freeze. Yeah, blinking and moving, uh, dude. Finger uh, going. Uh, I'm, wobble. I'm, I'm falling over, Bob. Director, I'm falling over. I mean, I admit, I'll uh, give Aunt B some credit. She held pretty still in a weird face. Yeah. Like that was actually yeah. kind of all right. Okay, there. I Why? said something nice about your movie. There, I did. There that. you go. There you yeah. go. Uh, you've got you've got you know the ability to go out and get some wooden toys and use those as the things that the elves are making why would right. you just have a box a wooden box filled with rocks that he's running a plane across like well i've invented i've come up with a great toy for kids it's a wooden box and we filled it with pebbles right you know you know i'm whenever... making it smooth so kids don't cut themselves on the side of the box <laughs> that's what those elves do yeah. uh you know it, you could tell i i know a movie is good when I start making my own stories up. That's my next <laughs> Did you have backstories for the elves? Yeah, yeah, I had backstories for the elves. And I, I'm pretty sure Winky, uh, he made a a darn convincing Martian doll. And I'm I'm curious if this whole thing was just not some Winky 
uh, overworked fever dream mm. the whole Ooh, thing. It was the whole. It was Winky's dream the right. whole time. I would yeah. like to have the sequel. He wanted to take Winky's over dream. for. We <laughs> wanted to take over for Santa when Santa was <laughs> right. Start, start uh, messing around with Mrs. Claus. Frozen. No. Oh, perfect! Right. You're in this thing right itself. Yeah, it this does. is getting way better by the second. When he was in, when he was in uh, spa, uh, Martian ship prison with the kids, uh, when Santa was in there. Mm. And he was yeah, telling right. dad jokes, and none of them would land on the kids. I'll, oh. ad- I'll admit to being somewhat amused by the fact that those kids would not take any of those dad jokes. Those, those kids are <laughs> every kid in this show is super depressed. Yep. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're just it is just like uh, I don't know. Maybe they need. Maybe they don't need toys. Maybe they need uh, you know some counseling. Yeah, I love maybe the, the kids just recognized what they were in more yeah. than the adults did. There, it's, yeah, it's, true story. It's, it's, I, I, love, I, I kind of have a love-hate relationship with this idea that the alien kids won't stop watching Earth TV, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know? There's something yeah. I hate about that, but there's also a really good depiction of this in a Futurama episode where Lur of Omicron Percy mm. I-8 is watching um, their version of um, Ally McBeal. I forgot what it was called. Right. But oh, they, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, something right it's a empowered woman lawyer or something yeah, like that. something like that it's very <laughs> yes. funny like extremely funny and so yes. it can be done right and obviously a cartoon can get away with stuff but it's just so like you you're too much earth tv that's the problem right. here have some right. pills of uh, watermelon and chicken here, dinner. Have, eat your eat your chicken pills and serve it here while i give you the spray nyquil <laughs> <laughs> Right. Oh yeah, that's atomized, right. atomized Nyquil. Right. She came I didn't out with have the... to use the sleep spray on the kids tonight. Oh, we use sleep spray on the kids. <laughs> right. Didn't oh. somebody? She brought out milk, but it was a pill again or something. What yeah. was the deal there? She okay. was just carrying it around. I don't want your warm milk pill, Mom. You've yeah. been cupping for the last twenty minutes. Yeah. Get out of here. I would, uh, I would like to know. Right. What is it? What our reality here on Earth would be like if we had sleep spray for the kids? Oh my oh, gosh! Yeah. yeah, I don't think. Well, like I said, oh, we already used Nyquil. It's we, just, we just need, yeah, yeah. yeah you we just, just don't need spray. the spray version. Yeah, you just need to spray it down their throat, and so you may as well just pour it, not bother I, with the spray. I don't think. I think the kids couldn't sleep because they were making them sleep on rock hard boxes and uh, right. square right. pillows and under triangles and brightly lit uh, fluorescent <laughs> rooms. That could be it. Uh, that's the way Picard slept, though, if you remember. That's the thing yeah. I always hated about TNG is yeah. everybody's beds were no way anyone sleeps on that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. They're yeah. terrible. So he was he was just night spraying himself. Then. Is that what you're saying? He's got, like, night spraying. Yeah, oh, four sprays. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea that Picard, I just can't sleep on this bed. Give me a night spray, number one. Right. <laughs> Beverly, will you come into my cabin and bring me some sleep spray? Beverly. Yeah, did y'all... Did y'all stay locked in the entire time Chochum was given his super slow speed? No. 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 Because it, was... It, it, it was hard. It was I, I kind of liked it, but it, it kind of reminded me of when uh, when I was watching The Matrix and they were explaining The Matrix like the old man Matrix was explaining everything. I was like, oh, my God, I can't take five more minutes. Oh, the guy in the, the room with all the screens. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I felt like Chochum was there for that. But, you know, I didn't know what Chochum was. Never looked. I looked it up. Apparently, it's a Yiddish word. Uh, meaning wise person. I thought it was yeah, but it's sarcastic. Chocha. Pronounced. I thought it was chocha. No, <laughs> chocha. Okay. No, that's it's something entirely different. Uh, chocha. Yeah. Oh, probably. Chocha. Chocha. Probably. All right. Yeah. Well, the, fine, the, the the idea of a whiz, a wizened old wise, you know, uh, Yoda is is normal. Right. Everyone's got yeah. everything's got yeah. one. And this was it was fine, I guess. But he just seemed so emotional. It's just so. That's what I liked about it. No, he was just like, man. Yeah. Yeah, sure. It was always like that too. It's like I'm gonna talk about this. 
I liked it. I, Children no longer have Martian Santa Claus. It's just so like out of it. I hated it. We have. We don't have. There are no children. <laughs> they are. They are in children's bodies. Right with I, adult I minds. Yeah. I seriously love this trope. By the way, which like, one? We, the, we haven't talked about it in a while. The old wizard guy. But, yeah, yeah, and. Uh, uh, I, I was thinking about how you you get to apply this trope to things that are that are not just necessarily Yoda, right? Mm-hmm. So like uh, in Castaway, Tom Hanks becomes his own sort of like hermit guru. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, he's to the point where he's talking to himself. Well, he's yeah. talking to himself through the ball. Like, I know it didn't work last time. We're going to use more rope this time. We're going to use a stronger tree to hang myself. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, we talked, we didn't, we used to have a thing on the show that we actually had a, a thing where we point out the Obi-Wan Kenobi of the, of the movie. Didn't Which we used to do that? Different. It's a little different, but didn't we used to do that where there was like somebody yeah. who was wi- yeah, wise and leadery and had to teach the young. It was in when we were doing our checklist, a uh, black guy dies first. Or, oh, so, right. so it was the Obi-Wan vagina looks like, or cave looks like a vagina. A vagina <laughs> looks like a cave. <laughs> that's that's for my uh, porn film sack uh, right, podcast. Right. Yeah, Brian keeps he does that on the low. It's not even on iTunes. Yeah. You just oh, have look, to. Got... another vagina that looks like a right. cave. Yeah. We were hosting on Tumblr. It just got shut down. So <laughs> all that content gone, wiped out. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Um, but yeah, like it's just a weird thing. So this idea that this is the first time Mrs. Claus ever appeared on film literally made me go hunt down. Proof, yeah, yeah. because i was like no way nice. dude. there's got to be some 1950s thing or like miracle on 34th street or some somewhere somebody had mrs claus on film and sure mm-hmm. enough there's nothing that yeah. just mm-hmm. boggles my 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 head that the first in, the first screen appearance of her was in full color i mean <clears throat> crappy 60s color but still mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's just shocking to me what didn't shock it did me feel like this movie was colorized. <laughs> yeah, it really did. But what didn't shock me was that the Martian guns were all painted whammo air blasters. That did not surprise me at all. Yeah. Uh, they even well, fired. And, uh, yeah. and speaking of tropes, they have some shout outs in this movie. The the old shout out trope. Uh, the robot Torg is apparently just uh, a rearrangement of the letters of Gort from the day the Earth stood still. Oh, that's interesting. And uh, <laughs> there's a spot where Voldar mentions being able to, to destroy a city with a blast of the Martian Q-ray, which is straight out lifted I... from the day the Earth stood still. Wow. Oh, really? Now, that is what I thought when he said that, but I didn't put it together. That yeah, makes sense. That's now. pretty good. Wait, are we going to, is somebody going to come forward and say that Groot is just, uh, you know, it's it's Gort <laughs> with an extra O? Right, right. <laughs> I like that you said the robot Torg, like you would say the Virgin the Connie Swell. No, the, the Virgin, virgin Connie Swell. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Well done. No, yeah. Right. I, I actually I, Groot is clearly is clearly the word root with a gur on it, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's right. Steven Root. Nailed it. Now speaking of speaking of Torg, uh, you know, Kimar, he uh he he locked that thing down because uh, that's the same thing I had to do to my Alexa. Because uh, you know, if you don't, yeah, everybody be coming by and telling them to play music, so you have to lock down your Torg. Right. Yeah, that's the way <laughs> you do it. Yeah, that was yeah, all only, only premonition. to me, yeah. and apparently Santa Claus. They were predicting the future of voice-assisted uh, uh, technology in the in the 2018. And, and, the, and the problems there within. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there was that. Uh, it's I, the new Tesla Torg. I wrote down here my notes. <laughs> yeah. Here's my note, my first three notes. I thought Torg was the bear, then it was the robot. 
Second yeah, line. Yeah. Second line. The makeup is horrible on these Martians. My third line is Voldar is a problem. I don't know Voldar is not a problem. Voldar is the solution. You just don't like the solution. Okay, all. he's a dark so polar solution. bear made it to my third note. Uh, yeah, I said yeah. lost level polar bear special effects. <laughs> <laughs> so lost apparently got the idea for their polar bear from this. Yeah. Uh, first note though is stand up, stand up, stand up, stand up, stand yeah, up. Yeah. yeah. What was that about? My <laughs> gosh. Also, I wrote yep. some gnarly subtext about Mrs. Claus being a complete nag. So not only yeah, is it her she, first appearance, yeah, but my man. gosh, dude, freaking no slow kidding. down. Right off the get-go, she's horrible. Yeah. She's like, quit talking to your visiting your friends. It's like, no, you're supposed to be a you're welcoming. You These, oh, you could go ahead and just talk to people all you want. And maybe there just won't be a Christmas this year with no toys. It's okay. Talk to them. Yeah. Sure. Do your little. Yeah. She was. Yeah. Rudolph's, yeah. Rudolph's Miss Claus is also kind of an egg. It's just a. No, yeah, they're they always she's always depicted a little bit that way and always just like, oh, Santa, you big idiot. Like, she's just that. Neat. Does yeah. anybody does anybody have a favorite depiction of uh, Mrs. Claus? Yeah, oh. I like the Mrs. Claus that that, that they had in the uh, Santa Claus. Uh, the the part Tim two. Allen. Okay. Part two. Right. Yeah, I like But I like the Santa Claus because I, she's not she's not weak. She's like, suck it up. Yeah, Tim. I don't remember. I can't think of any right. any other representations of her. I, I, in so my right, head. like the movie Elf mm -hmm. specifically skips her, yeah. like it it leaves mm -hmm. her out of the entire story. Yeah, and it's weird. Yeah, like what they, is, what is that statement? There's a, and there's a lot of movies like that, but um, for some reason, uh, I really really like this really tiny little depiction of Mrs. Claus by Ad Bryant on Saturday Night oh. Live in the music video for Something Claus. Mm. Do you, do you guys know that I song? I don't know Something, that no. one. Something Claus? Not ringing right, a never bell. Mind. Yeah. Never heard of it. When was this? I, I like when right. I like when Phil Hartman does uh, Frankenstein <laughs> Christmas. I like that. That's fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. The uh, Tonto Frankenstein right. and uh, Tarzan Ugh. sing Christmas carols yeah. or whatever it is. I used to love that. I'm looking up this uh, A.D. Bryant uh Oh my gosh, no. We're going to we're going to all watch this uh, music video after after film sack. Let's uh Let's keep going. Anyway, yeah, Mrs. Yeah, yeah, Claus, yeah, yeah. really strange character, not portrayed a lot, uh, never really portrayed, like, never really gets her own story, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. So, wait, is she, oh, she's a cast, I don't watch SNL anymore. So, she's on the show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah she's she's the current. Uh, and just uh, knowing what I know, I'm going to predict that uh, A.D. Bryant does this with kind of a white trash southern accent. Yeah, she does that a lot, <laughs> and then she'll do the uh, out of place white girl rapping She'll do that. Yes, yeah. right, exactly. That's her stick. That's her stick. It's good. Right. Well, she looks. She she plays a really good. Um, uh, John or um, uh, oh my gosh, I can't think of his oh, name. Oh, uh, Huckabee Sanders. Sarah no, Huckabee Sanders. No, but I bet oh. that's good too. But. She nails. She nails Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Like that is her one mm. of her best. Elton uh, John. That's who I met. She makes a good Elton. John. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a picture of her in here playing Elton John. It's pretty good. Anyway, uh, all right. Uh, I also wrote a note here about the Jamie Farr thing, and now it occurs to me that his name was Keymar, and Key, uh, K is the first letter in Klinger. I think that was secretly <laughs> Jamie Farr. That's all I'm I was oh, just no, going to no, put Keymar, it. Keymar, Keymar is the, king. Uh, the dad. Keymar's yeah. the king. Yeah, oh, well, who's, then who's, number one. who was the Jamie Farr lookalike? Who was that? Was uh, Rick. Uh, was it Remar? We didn't decide. Yeah, we could be Rick decided. now? Rick. Yeah, I don't know. There's no, there's no cast photos, and they, were, they, were, they got kind of quick with those names. 
I'm gonna after find, I'm gonna find it because they were constantly saying Voldar, stop it, Voldar, Voldar, yeah. no bad Voldar. Yeah, Voldar was always being yelled at. Okay, here it is. Bravo. His name was okay. Leonard Hicks was Kimar, Voldar, Droppo, Billy, Betty, Bomar, Germar. That's who it is. No, no, that's no, the, that's Pianzador. That's the girl, right, girl right. Martian. Bomar is the mom. Who's Hargo? Who played Hargo? <laughs> I'm not sure about Hargo. <laughs> it's the John worst Cahill, name. but. But uh, I don't mean anything. None of these people. There's no faces for almost everybody. Droppo is Bill McCutcheon. Oh, here we go. Stobo and and Shim are his assistants. Shim is the big dumb guy with the that looks like Michael Rappaport with a uh, a big uh, wart on his chin. Oh, nice. Like the big muscle guy that that uh, is fooled by switching the light bulbs. Yeah, I love that. (laughs) Droppo Droppo can put together. He can't put together two thoughts, and he figures that out. Yeah, I think Stobo must be uh, must be his assistant. Yeah, or it must be the the Jamie Farr looking dude. I'm gonna just say hats off to Bill McCutcheon or whatever yes. who played Droppo. Oh, he's got a he's got credits, man. The guy's oh, done yeah, work. He yeah, yeah, he did fine. I mean, when you look at him, it's like, oh, this guy is absolutely. You know, he's always going to be cast in like the uh, the goofy neighbor for Green Acres, or yeah, um, yeah. You'll not be surprised. The screenwriter is only to, has one credit to his name, and it is indeed Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. That's the best he did. Uh, there is a book though. Oh, this yes, can't be true. I'm looking at it right now. Is this a true thing, Randy? There's no way there's a book, really. Yeah, I, I I had to dig because it's not on Amazon, but I I found, uh, I found a, a picture of the book and a little synopsis. Yeah, um, yeah. This is, I don't this understand is who the author is, but apparently this was this movie got novelized and novelized from the perspective of one of the Martians, uh, and apparently not long after it passed into public domain is is the the point right. like. Wow! This author decided I'm going to see if people will buy this book. But does it does say here? Oh, this can't be true. Someone's going to try oh, to remake yes. this. This is being remade. Absolutely. Oh, with Jim Carrey in the Drobo role or Dropo yeah. role. Dropo For role. real? Drobo. Are you just saying well, that's no, a good that, idea? That, that was rumored back in 1998. Oh. I think yeah. that I think that spaceship they has still sailed. Need to make this thing happen. Okay, it's not happening then. I don't think. I, look, I I think there's some interesting. This as a whole, this movie we watched is a train wreck. It is trash. Oh, however, sure. however, there's pieces to it that uh, I think have value, and I, I think the whole idea of yeah, it's film sack value. That's it. Yeah, it has film sack value. It has value. By, by the way, if you do a search for Santa Claus Conquers the Martians, Stobo. Mm. By the way, the guy who plays him is Alan Nessor, is the guy who looks like Jamie Farr. But you do an image search for mm. Stobo. Uh, Conquers the Martians and Stobo, you get a picture of Jamie Farr like holding up an okay sign. It's bizarre. Oh, that's crazy. So we're not, not the first it's to listening notice to this. You. It is. Yes. Before you did the search. Yeah. Oh, wow. Don't look up Pia Zadora uh, oh, in, yeah, no, indiscriminately. She's she's, yeah, she's done some adult She's stuff. naked okay. a lot in many things. All right. Well, Martian yeah. girls go wild or however that should go. <laughs> Martian girls are easy. <clears throat> I guess so. She was the Martian girl, right? Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, was, she was she was yes. girl, yeah, girl Is she girl. still she's still with us? Hold on here. Uh, yes, she's yeah, still with yeah. us. Okay, born in she's she sixty five. All right, wonder what she does now. Just real quick here, filmography. Let me just check. 
Uh, let me check. Let me look. Let me look. She was on Frasier yeah. in '99 on TV. Her last well, movie. Well, just as one of the call-ins. The yeah. The oh, was voice. Oh, only. was she just a call-in? Oh, I thought she was one of the. Yeah. Like a date. Her last movie was Naked Gun, thirty-third and a third. The final insult in '94. <laughs> and that's it. So. All right. Yeah. It was shorter than she I some, thought. She had some trouble with the law a few years ago, too. Breaking the law. Breaking yeah. the law. Well, all right. Man, yeah, you look for... Wow, you look for... Uh, wow, okay, hold on a second. <laughs> what Maybe is there's happening something right to now? This. <laughs> if you do a search for Al Nessor, A-L-N-E-S-O-R, um, the third thing that comes up is Klinger Controversy and <laughs> Jamie Farr Biography. And, like, they're... There's a conspiracy yeah. that they're the same There's guy. There's a conspiracy that they're the same guy. Oh, that's that awesome. is hilarious. Okay, I'm looking at him now. That. Well, okay, now I look at this signed photo of him. He definitely looks different. You know, really, it's the nose. That's it. <laughs> but it's all mixed up. Like, there's Jamie Farr pictures all mixed up with this Al Nesser guy. Oh, weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah look at the link I'm giving you guys in Slack. This is to a page that says, uh, Klinger Controversy was Jamie Farr Stobo. And it's like they've it's almost like they're like they've they've got a, a bulletin board with photos that they're connecting with uh lines of of yarn, red yarn just, on uh push pins. Yeah. Just because you don't understand something doesn't make it a controversy. Well, hold I'm on a second. Far nose, long but rounded end. Nessor, nose, long but severe hook, sharply down. Nessor, no lines around mouth, no lines from far. Wow. Wow. I love it. Where'd you put this? Oh, it's in Slack. I put it in Slack. Oh, okay. I'm looking now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're not, you know, we're not the only ones who think that it uh, that it looks like. Uh, That's great. Yeah, I figured I'd just, that'd be a thing I thought, and then that'd be the, you know, you know, you guys would all go, eh, I guess I could see. You know, like, it wouldn't be any big deal. Turns out there's a whole thing about it. Oh, yeah, look at that, dude. It's not yeah. a deal to me. It looks a lot like him. <laughs> It does. Jamie Farr's Wikipedia entry confirms he may also have played a, part, a bit part in that Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. We are pushing this to the edge. Like it's important. Like it's, it's... right. It, like it's exactly. We've uncovered. Well, he would have been old. Uh, he would have been much. So the problem is the character or the actor in this yeah. movie is clearly older. Yeah, Jamie Farr would have been like eighteen or twenty-five or something super young. Super young, yeah. yeah. Although I did see him as a. He was a sandwich. Uh, delivery boy in an episode of um dick van dyke show which was real weird he, he was probably 18 or 19 and then and that would also have been like 61 62 so anyway good stuff good stuff hey how about yeah. uh how about uh, lay some clips on you like thick oh, wet bread yeah, yeah. you want some nice. all right oh you yes. gotta give us the clips because that's the part i've been looking forward to well yeah. it's always the part i'm looking forward to especially this movie and uh we already heard this <laughs> it's a terrible terrible also, you know what? At the very end of that, I swear you hear Randy laugh. Just listen one more time. Just be careful. <laughs> that little... One more time. One more time. It sounds like you. <laughs> I hear it. I can hear it. I can hear it. It just sounds like we cut you off mid-laugh. Yeah. Uh, all right. Here's uh, what's his name? Anderson or whatever his name is up there doing the reporting. Okay. So here you go. Ooh, it's cold up here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Only one way. Only one way to go. <laughs> yeah. South. Well, we've been eating frozen food because <laughs> yeah. once food gets up here, that's about the only way you can have it. <laughs> yeah, I hated that. 
Uh, Santa never disappoints, I wrote. Well, we've never disappointed the kids yet. <laughs> there it is again. That's not right. <laughs> was he? We're going to go bust the, up that bank, see? see? <laughs> was he the cowardly lion from The Wizard of Oz? <laughs> it did it's sound like it. It's not yeah. No way it's him. <laughs> Let me at him. Let me at him. <laughs> it's kind of like that. He comes from the same school of acting. We'll say that. Uh, here's a funny reference or a funny reference to the, uh, I guess, future president. You know, he would have been. Yeah, because this has been Lyndon B. Johnson era, right? 64. So here's a Nixon reference. Blitzen and Vixen and Nixon. Uh, Nixon. Oh, I get I uh, will well, always. I know where you got it. What's the debate? Santa with Claus, it. the idiot. Yeah. Uh, exhibit B. There you go. <laughs> Uh, laziest man on Mars. You were the laziest man on Mars. I oh, just said the same thing I said. All right. Uh, the Martian dialogue is really bad. Here's an example. Mashed potatoes and a special treat for them. Chocolate layer cake pills. Momar, I'm worried about our children. It's like, dude, enjoy the moment. You're getting some chocolate layer cake pills. Relax. That's right. I'm worried about our children. Uh, uh, here's... Now she sounded like Glenda the Good Witch. Everything is sounding like the Wizard of Oz to me now. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. And now you're gonna hear those uh you're gonna hear those elves and think they sound like munchkins. All right, here's a... I don't know what this is. Gentlemen of the council, we will meet immediately at Chochum's chair in Thunder Forest. What's wrong now? <laughs> Chochum's chair. Chochum's chair. Look at it. The chair of Chochum. Yeah. There's like f- how many Martians are there? There's like five of them. That's it. Right, the whole, yeah. It just never felt like a big civilization. Just felt like five Martians. Yeah, we know. You just it's it's got that kind of lost factor to it. Everybody is you only you only see the people that we're talking about. Everybody else is there. They're there. They're oh, just, that was the great uh, food pill debacle of uh, yeah, 1963 that oh, wiped yeah. wiped half of them out. Yeah, never forget. All right, here's um uh, old man. Here's the here's the old man that Dunaway is in love with for some reason. Here you go. Here's this guy. You call me Kima. <laughs> Game out of his misery, man. Poor guy. Who played him? Anybody we care about? Probably nobody. No, no, I, I can't find uh, my Carl account. Don. Oh, yeah. All right. And he also, he also played, played Von Green. Von Green. I, was, <laughs> I was like, really? I was like, I have to go back and watch that. Yeah. I know who's Von Green. Do we know? Uh, I was trying to remember. I didn't Von know. Von Green. In the in this same movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm assuming he's not a Martian because that's not a Martian name, right? Or is it the, I is don't it the know. Re, it's not the reporter, is it? Maybe it's the reporter. No, that's, that's Andy no, Anderson that was, or yeah. Andy whatever. Andy Andy Anderson. No, not Andy, that guy. The one back Andy at the the one back at the the studio. Oh, was, yeah, the studio. Oh, that's oh good. could be. Yeah, yeah the one that was possible. always going. Oh, breaking news! Santa's been right. kidnapped and taken by Martians. Hey, we're about to go to a person-to-person interview. Yeah. What's his name? He's probably, I don't know how he's credited. Person, it might be, yeah. Person to person interview. I need to make a person to person call, please. Yeah. Thank you. Connect me. All right. Here's uh, Chochum. They need help, Chochum. We need your advice, Chochum. Yeah. Give us your advice, mm-hmm. Chochum. Uh, here's what your kids are not doing when things are bad. Something is wrong with our children. They eat not, they sleep not. Their only interest is watching meaningless Earth programs on the video. <laughs> and listening to Slipknot. Yeah, Slipknot. <laughs> <laughs> they all sound like, uh, I got my Eagle Scout in Eat Not and Sleep Not, as well as the uh, Slipknot. Yeah. So Von Green apparently was a NASA worker, mm. and I'm, I can't... I, 
Still can't find a scene, but uh, that's oh well. There's some there's some uh, B footage uh, stuff. Well, that's well, thing. I mean, they, he wouldn't be right. Would they have to credit footage, that dude. Yeah, why would they credit no. that? That's weird. Yeah. Well, no, was he the one that was all saying like we're gonna we're we're gonna take this base shot and we're going out to chase after? Is that the one? I don't know. I think that's what he said. Oh, he was kind of military though. Right. right. There was that little oh, scene where where he was talking to reporters saying what NASA was going to do. I'll bet that's him. Right. Yes. Yes, that must be it. Yep. Okay. All right. Sleep not, eat not. Here's a <laughs> something about Earth people. We have another Earth person that wants to see you. Oh, check it out, Santa Claus. Oh, that's the other thing. Everybody has split personalities. They keep going, yes. oh, Santa, come in the room. We're all good. And then he says, and you're never going home. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Like really flipping the flipping the uh, script every time they talked. All right, here's the, my favorite month of the year. It is the middle of September. <laughs> <laughs> I did laugh at that. I laughed because it's yes. such a cheap thing. It's like, it is. well, they're yeah. Martians, so they're weird. So what's weird? Oh, I don't know. How about a combined month name? It's just right. Lady I did writing. like they put it in a row, so it worked out well. Yeah. Right. It's no, no worse than Bomar Germar. <laughs> right. <laughs> September. Um. Oh, yeah, here's Voldar doing a thing. Bah, what nonsense. So now, from now on, I'm just going to have bah, at the ready. Bah, I did play that one really good. Bah, yeah, that's bah. a good one. Bah. Hey, what's your sheep do? Bah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> uh, here's a... Oh, yeah, this is when he threatens that he has to do this. We need a Santa Claus on Mars. <laughs> that's from earlier. That's old man. Is that Chocho? Yeah, Chocho. Yeah. I got it out of why, order for some reason. Why is he so... I don't understand the attitude there. Uh, he's he's like he's barely phased in, right? Because he just like smokes out after that. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, he's just barely phased in. He's using everything he's got. He's like a Patrick Swayze in Ghost. He's like, <laughs> must focus the energy to move this thing. Where is he then? Is he not there with them physically? He's doing this from somewhere else. You right. Think? I'm assuming he's not he's not real anymore. He's he's in the he's ethereal. Well, I thought he was 800 was years really, old. That like, was really not evident to me at all. No, not well, either. I'm just, make, I'm just making up shit. So I, I mean, thinking, yeah, I was thinking just some sort of spirit that comes, you know, when they need when they need wisdom, they call yeah. upon the spirit of Chochum and he just and, appears. But they say he's 800 a, years old. They old, said he was an old man and like actually lived 800 years old, like he was still right. alive. So that's but part. That's where I'm confused. Well, Right, and it's kind of that between two planes thing that it, I think this is a trope from old school sci-fi that we don't see anymore, and so it's like we throw it away because they did this kind of stuff in Star Trek as well, mm. where you know there would be some being they would be talking to, and all of a sudden, go, and mm. it would just smoke out. Yeah, no, you're right. It's probably just a they thought that was cool thing. It's not. I'd like to tell them it's not cool. It's not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> No, not cool. Uh, which ship do we want to prepare? Prepare spaceship number one. Okay, we'll get that number one. one. We'll get that one going on because number one is clearly top of the line in front of number two That's and three. A good one, yeah. You you definitely want to be on ship number one. Yeah. Um. All right. Commanding your Torg. Torg, come out of the spaceship. Torg, come out of the spaceship. That's a bad robot. If that's how you have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> that's how i talk to my uh my you know my devices you should have a, ro- a controller or a remote controller or something. play my music 
It just seems Mm -hmm. like it's like you're talking to, you know, a Mr. Hyde or like a freaking monster of some sort. That's not how that's supposed to work. I I think that was the idea. You were supposed to assume that it was something menacing. And when it finally comes out, it's supposed to be very scary. And then, of course, they followed that with the polar bear scene. And we all was like, what's going on? Why is that guy wearing a bear rug? I don't know what's going on right now. Really a bad bear costume. So bad. Mm. Like it wasn't even it's not that just, oh, I can tell there's a dude in there. It's that the suit looked like a someone ripped open a big like they won it at the fair by knocking down pins <laughs> right tore all the yeah. stuffing out and put it on t- on top of jeff and said let's go it's just dumb well, they may have maybe that's how maybe that's how it <laughs> happened all right here's uh i don't know what this is no you can't take him now it's too near christmas quiet you but, <laughs> but. quiet you <laughs> that was my but was like a- anyway Here's the something about the world being united. Mrs. Santa Claus has positively identified the kidnappers as Martians. Never in the history of mankind have the nations of the world reacted with such unanimity and cooperation. Unanimity? Jeez, let's yeah, drop the big words on the kids. That word. Sheesh. I don't unanimity. think so. This 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 uh this universe in itself is is odd anyway. Because I'm like, when did we start having reporters head up to Santa's workshop and right? interview him in a person to person interview? Never. We don't do that. Never. We never did it. Mm. Mm. Wouldn't do it now. Wouldn't do it then. Put your nuclear blankets up. Yeah. No, but you know, we do have the uh, NASA has their Santa tractor thing going starting on uh, Christmas Eve. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're okay, right. Where's your Christmas spirit? Yeah. This. I'm just saying bah. this movie, this movie, <laughs> it, it, like it doesn't, it doesn't prepare you for the reality of Santa Claus in our world at all. You right. just, right. just jump right into it and it's too much. Yeah. If Too you much. S- Brian, this is what you meant to say. Bah. That's what you meant. That's what I, bah. That's yeah. what I said. Here it <laughs> oh. here is a here's a Martian or here's a Martian insult. Martian monkeys. All right. Martian monkeys. <laughs> wow. Oh, that was you another trope. Uh, hey, the the leading scientist in the world of course is German and looks like uh has a huge mustache and looks like Einstein. That's how, that's always the way. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't like that guy. All right, here's that's a. Von, that's Von. That's Von Green, I think. Oh, that's Von Green. That makes sense. That's that makes Von sense. Green. Yeah. yeah, makes sense. The deal with the Martians is. It's like shut up. Just be mm-hmm. a. You don't have to be German. All right, here's a Santa sound that I captured. <laughs> Freaking get some. Go get a lozenge, dude. You hear that? Right. <laughs> that's him laughing in the in the prison with the kids and then not laughing at him. Is he really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And there then, was some kind of weird bubbling going on constantly uh, in, on Mars and different places. Oh, yeah. There are always, always bubble noises. Yep. Mm-hmm. In fact, right. you're, you can kind of hear My the favorite is the... <laughs> beep, 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 beep. You know, the... Uh, you get that in the, like, the old space, any any sort yeah. of space thing. Yeah. Yeah. Star Trek probably even had that, too. Here's Santa again. Hey. Oh, boulder dash in a fiddle-dee-dee, Billy boy. Fit, balder dash and a fiddle d Billy boy. I'm going to use that for Bill on Tuesday. That'd be fun. Right. <laughs> uh, belong. What? Okay. Now you belong to Mars. Ho, ho, ho. Okay. <laughs> that's the most. That's the only ho, ho, ho he gave, and it was in the fake one. Right. Yeah. Instead of and this. It's, and it's, exactly. It's not a happy ho, ho. No, it's not a happy ho, ho, ho. Was this was this prior to our understanding of the trope of Santa having ho, ho, ho? No. Ho ho ho's been around forever. There's no I, way. I, I think we remember that wrong. Let me see. When when did Santa start saying ho ho? Well, the Go reason ahead. I know that is because he just did it here. Now you belong to Mars. 
ho, ho, ho. If, you, if what you're saying is true, that's the first utterance of well, ho, no, ho, no, ho. No, no, no. I'm not saying it's the first utterance. I'm just saying maybe it wasn't. Now we expect Santa to say it at the end of every sentence. It's like, right. I'm so Santa Claus. Ho, ho, ho. It wasn't common, prevalent, this sort of thing. I'll bet we can go all the way back to the early 50s and find ho, ho, ho's. I'll bet. I, could well, be wrong. I, I don't doubt, but I'm just saying that maybe we have over romanticize the ho ho. Well now they just go if you're a modern Santa you just go Yeah, they don't actually ho anything. They just sort of sort of do it. Right. Oh my gosh, I made my dog bark upstairs. Oh there there is <laughs> there is there is a there is a Snopes fact check ooh. on Santa's ho ho ho. Ooh ooh. Read. Tell us. Right. So Santa's ho 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 has been changed to ha 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 in Australia because women felt insulted by the original phrase. <laughs> is that true? Is that true, Snopes? Status false. Yeah, it should be false. That's stupid. I mean, oh, just because it's not spelled ho h o e, it's h o h o h o with a bunch of a uh, bunch of right. uh, uh, what's the word dashes in it. <laughs> we're, we're commas, sure. No, it's uh, usually it's dashes, isn't it? Aren't they hyphenated? No. <laughs> if it's hyphenated, it'd be ho ho ho. Oh, you're right. Look, it's it 2018. We're not even we're not even perfectly clear on what and how to say ho 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 or not to say ho ho. So how can you judge this Santa in 1964 for only giving a ho ho ho? I am no ho. judge of 64 Santa. I'm not. No, yeah, I'm and not. this one did never ho ho hos anyway. He gets <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. God, came out the same year as the Beatles. Can you believe that? That's like, crazy. Uh, came out the same year as Daryl Skeels. Daryl Skeels came out of a vagina that year. <laughs> yeah. Our wow. Trek nerd. That was good. That was good. Here's a line. Or no, wait. Sorry. Imagine something worse than this is what I wrote. <laughs> you can't do it. You can't imagine. Uh, no. So Santa five has a couple. People. Right. <laughs> Fake laughing. Five people, yes. Santa has a couple of powers. He can turn robots to toys, and he also can make kids laugh uncomfortably. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. forcibly and, and out trying to out loud each other. Yep. Right. I can laugh forcibly louder than you. No, I can. Yep, that's exactly right. All right, finally, I have a line flub. They left it in. They didn't do another take. It cracked me up, and they just went with it. Here it is. Me too. Just a moment. Good night, Mr. Kimar. Good night, Lady Marmar. Just a moment, children. <laughs> there was like, she was just like, her, her line I'm too stepping soon. stepping on my lines, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get to say five things in this damn movie. You're going to not right. step on any of them. Yeah. It's pretty good. My favorite. If now, if you do watch this on Amazon, if you watch this on Amazon Prime, make sure you at least turn on the closed caption for a little while and watch how many times "inaudible" in brackets comes up uh, when they translate oh, really? this movie. Yeah. Okay. They looked, they, you know what? It just reminded me. They did leave a couple of those like bad things, and like uh, when when Droppo is uh, doing the light bulbs, right? He, like like he screws up for a second and like tries to. Get- to get it. they just took the first take he's like unscrewing it and then he tries to get it and it's not going and he's trying to line it up right like you do when you're yeah. trying to put a light bulb in I'm gonna go with randy with community theater yeah, yeah. 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 that's a really good point and all these people are those kinds of actors they all came from you know small stage and it, it totally fits actually uh my favorite line in the whole thing though Cho-cha! all right moving on let's do uh Cho-cha! let's do Cho-cha! a little bit of the old this or rooney Uh, look, it's the film sack checklist where uh, this movie did well. Uh, they used all my wife's facial mask in the Marsh for the Martian makeup uh, mm-hmm. check. It's all green and disgusting and looks like, you know what it reminded me of? Speaking of Kramer, it reminded me of Kramer got all sunburned because he put butter on his face. 
because he thought yeah. that was the best oh, way to yeah, sit in the right. sun. And then he went to visit his um, Native American girlfriend's family, and they were all offended that he came in there with brown face, basically. Right. Uh, that's what it reminded me of. Anyway, yeah. the radar box shouldn't be empty. Check. I mean, what's the point? You just got a box mm-hmm. with people can fit in. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, and then finally, Voldar is a dick. Check. Hey, uh, Trek connections. There are none. There's a few crew things, but they're I super have a light. Trek connection. Oh, what? So the director of the film, mm-hmm. uh, Nicholas Webster. Yeah. He directed four episodes of In Search of, starring Leonard Nimoy. Oh, which that's, is a, like, that's a good wow. connection. Which is. Which is as close to Trek as a series gets. Leonard Nimoy in this thing is doing everything he can to not distract you from the fact that he was Spock. Yeah, like right. you watch In Search of, and you're like, "Oh wow, he's like playing Spock, not playing Spock." Yeah. It's weird. When, when will Turtlenecks make a comeback? Um, <laughs> I mean, they were here for a bit because Bill or uh, Steve Jobs kind of kept it alive, but then he died. And now they're gone again. I don't know. No but, one, uh, no one rocked a turtleneck like uh, like Leonard Nimoy in. Mm, in search, in of. search of totally yeah, yeah. yeah well it was the right era for it i, I uh, what's his name wears him george lucas wears him now because he has to hide ah. that freaking weird I'd have had my neck. he has a turtleneck right because yeah. he's, <laughs> he's got like a he's got a gungan under there in his neck man it's like a <laughs> right. big freaking flappy thing so yeah i don't blame him uh all right let's get to the twitter post oh no sorry the soundtrack gotta give it a g for garbage it's, i thought it was terrible from top to bottom Nothing good there. Um, Twitter post. This is where you guys sum it up in 280 characters or less. Let's begin with the venerable Randy. Going right down the middle. Santa Claus conquers the Martians. When you don't have anything better to do this Christmas season, consider attending this old, slow, weird gathering of middle-aged people who grunt a lot and wear too much makeup, just like Saturday night at Ibbett's house. Boom. (laughs) Bam, bam, boom. Uh, Brian Dunaway. Santa Claus conquers the Martians, like exactly what you would expect, but with 100% more chochum. Eat not, <laughs> sleep not, while watching this movie. Chochum out. <laughs> chochum is an uncomfortable word, oh. and I don't like to hear it. I hate chochum. it. Chochum. Yeah. Uh, finally, Brian Ibbett. Uh Santa Claus conquers the Martians. We must be at the South Pole, because from here, there's nowhere to go but up. Oh. Hooray for Santa Claus. Nice. <laughs> You know what I we wish? We talk I, about the song enough. We no, did we didn't. Now the, the opening song is actually a for Sandy Claus. If, did you stay through the, the credits? Because uh, after the after all of the cast roles, they right. actually put the lyrics up so you can sing along with Hooray for Santa Claus. Really? I have heard it. Yes. I wasn't watching. Oh, my gosh. That's terrible. And it's funny because they show the kids. Santa Claus. They spell S-A-N-T-A-C-L-A-U-S, but then the kids immediately go Hooray for Santa Claus. Like, mm-hmm. you're spelling it Santa. Right, you should be. saying Santa yeah, it's not Sandy. <laughs> That's a very good point. Uh, well, all right. That's all good. How about one of these? By the way, the chick in the bucket, in my opinion, is that the Santa Claus doesn't conquer anyone. Like, I really wanted a fight, and there was no yeah. fight. Mm-hmm. There, was plenty, there was plenty of fist fights. Yeah. But, uh, that yeah, was Santa, didn't... though. Santa. Yeah, that was all infighting. Yeah. I wanted, like, an actual conquering of the Martians. But Actually, the the uh, the I felt like I dropped acid near the end when uh, when Santa has his kid fight to to beat Voldar and the other baddies. It's mm. weird. Yeah. It's like he, he beats him up with bubble guns and weird mm. stuff. That was an odd mm. scene. I didn't God, like it was that. so weird. long. Like, all the firing balls at each other and throwing right. stuff and a and, uh, little tank running into his foot and making him jump up and down. Yeah. I'm telling you, it it was Winky's dream. 
I, that was that's how Jeez. that's how most nightmares end. I think Cho like Chum should have really selling me on this. I think Cho <laughs> Chum should have come down like Jesus from heaven and saw and gotten everybody. Uh, quit fighting! <laughs> I'm I'm Mars and Santa Claus. Yeah, be yeah. <laughs> surprise! I'm Santa from surprise. Mars. You can go. I home. just got tired of delivering crap to you stupid kids. <laughs> <laughs> you little shit bags. Your little D-bags. Uh, all right. Uh, the alternate titles. That's what I was going to do. They were just handed to me. This was almost called Santa Claus versus Voldar's mustache. And then later, it, it was almost <laughs> Droppo Dead Fred. Because, <laughs> you know, Drop Dead Fred's a real movie. Yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, emails come to the show. We like to read them. They send them to filmsack at gmail.com. Kevin wrote in and said the following. Hey, Sackers, if you want to see Brad Dorif, who we just saw last week in the eyes of Laura Mars, in a sympathetic role, then I recommend that you watch season three, episode four of Babylon Five, oh. three, four, five, uh, called "Passing Through the," oh, "Passing Through Gethsemane." I guess is what that is. It never looks right. It looks like Geth Gethsemane. Oh, Gethsemane. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. This is mostly a standalone episode, so you don't need to know much about the rest of the series. Just pretend that it's DS Nine. This is one of my favorite episodes, and it contains some great acting by uh, Brad Dorif. Uh, or Darif, however you say it. It's on Amazon Prime. Thank you, Kevin. Yeah, yeah, I might check that out. I like that. Yeah. I also really liked uh, Babylon 5 during its whole run, but I don't remember this episode in particular, so I'll have to go. Uh, I don't either. That's that's me too. Um, yeah. I've watched uh, I've I've watched it a little bit recently uh, on Comet. You guys get that? No, I don't get no. Comet. Channel? The Comet TV? No. Mm-mm. Is that a TV oh, channel? Or it's, it's not it's a streaming. TV. Yeah, it's a TV channel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is it all like sci-fi and stuff? Yes, all sci-fi. See, I, I've watched a lot of SG One recently, and yeah. uh, I probably need to pick back up on the Babylon Five. But it's on Prime, so I might do that instead. Yeah, I want to check it out. I, I do. I, I really like that show, and I would actually like to make a a a uh, what's the word? I'd like to make a suggestion to the world of entertainment. Yes. Right now, has there has never been a better time for a serialized week to week series based on a space station now if you want to call it babylon 5 and reboot it kind of bsg file uh, 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 style fine if you want to make uh, another return to ds9 fine fine. Mm -hmm. or if you want to do something out of whole cloth brand new but i think now's the time the tech is right the the streaming world of this could be on netflix or amazon original or somewhere else like you have a million places that would pay you for this like do it. This is now your time to make a really cool sci-fi show centered on the, all the politics and the weirdness that is a space station where everybody kind of comes through and leaves. And it's, it's, it's a great, I I just think it was ahead of its time. Both of those shows were a little ahead of their time in that they Mm -hmm. couldn't quite nail the feeling of what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. This is your time. This is your place. Yeah. I do like stuff like that. Yeah, Yeah. I like it a lot. Now, now would be the perfect time. Get that going. Uh, all right. Thanks, Kevin. Uh, filmsack at gmail.com is the yeah. email address. Our next film, if we are to have our way before Christmas, will be us doing a live sacking. That is a commentary ver- uh, style version of the show for the Star Wars Christmas special. Uh, now, you might say, well, wait a minute. That's not anywhere. Well, it is. It's on YouTube and some other stuff. And we're working out the details on that so that you guys can watch along with us. But yeah, that's the plan before the end of the holiday season is to have that out there. When that's done, we're watching Doom. Doom. Yeah, that's, that's right. With Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Doom. 
based on the video game Doom. Not Dune. We've seen Dune already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not Dune. watching Dune. Don't, uh, don't, make, don't, don't make us watch that shit yeah. again. But Dune, <laughs> oh, speaking of, by the way, Dune, the Villeneuve Dune is, in, in, uh, is filming. I'm so excited about the new Dune. I could barely mm. stand myself. Mm. I'm very excited about that. And that's your like uh, it's your director of uh, uh, Arrival. Uh, oh, uh, really? Uh, I didn't Gravity know. was Quaron, uh, yeah. but it was another one like that. Uh, so Arrival. Yeah, Arrival. Yeah, uh, yeah I guess and, Arrival. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think Arrival right. was the one that's like that's yeah. him. And then he did. Uh, he also did the Blade Runner. Uh, 2049. Yeah, 2049. Yep, yep. I also did uh, Annihilation. I believe is Sicario, which is amazing. Uh, great. It's Cario. Yeah, if you haven't seen Sicario, oh my gosh, so good. That first Sicario movie yes. is really good. So that guy, I have big faith, big faith in that guy. I'm very excited yeah. about a new Dune. Anyway, so those are our movies uh, coming up, and uh, it's all Christmas. very exciting. We don't know when we're recording the Star Wars thing because things are a little nuts in terms of our schedules. Uh, Randy's going to Hawaii, uh, which we're all very jealous of, mm-hmm. and uh, I have a little trip right around Christmas, so we're just trying to work it out, but we'll figure it out. We'll get it in. Uh, just like uh, you know, when you're trying to get uh, pandas at a zoo to do it, eventually you'll get one to put his penis in the vagina. <laughs> and, yeah, well, eventually he'll fit it in. Yeah, he'll get it in, and they'll have a baby. Okay, <laughs> oh, and that geez. baby will be a commentary track version of Star Wars: The Christmas Special, or the Star Wars. How, how was it titled? Is it Star uh, the Holiday? The Star Wars Holiday yeah. Special. Holiday Special. Look at them yeah, being all you inclusive. In, if you put in Christmas, then yeah, you're you're not going to find what you're looking for. Because isn't the holiday in there some Gavin bullshit or something? It's, it's like a uh, Life Day. It's Wookie Life Day. Right. That's right. And there's a Grandpa Wookie. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so and a, and a cooking show Wookie. I'm so excited. Yeah. And the cooking show Wookie is uh, B. Arthur. No. Um, Oh no, B. Arthur's in a different. Uh, he's from the K- Carol Burnett show. That guy. He was in all those Mel Brooks uh, Harvey, movies. Harvey Corman. Harvey Corman, uh, the Bantha Rump guy. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Here's a preview. I have a Bantha Rump uh, clip. Okay, so here you go. Bantha. This guy. This is him. I'm going to be using the tenderest cut of the Bantha, the loin. The loin is very <laughs> tasty and serves four nicely. Here's another one. I would suggest then that old popular holiday favorite, the Bantha Rump. Yeah. <laughs> he smacks it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> That's fantastic. Anyway. Harvey Corman plays three characters in this uh, film extravaganza. Who else in there? What else? Uh, uh, Krellman, uh, the chef in a morphine instructor. Oh. Hmm. Wow. Morphine instructor? They really tapped him. morphine instructor? They really tapped him. Yeah, the morphine instructor. <laughs> Put it in your veins. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Class dismissed. <laughs> I feel the force. I, I, we're going to watch that, though, and we're very excited about it. So we hope you're all having a fantastic holiday season, and uh, uh, send us your emails so we know that that's true. Filmsack at gmail.com. We're at filmsack.com, where you can find archives of the show and everything else you really need for the show. So go check that out. Different ways to get it, uh, blah, blah, blah. Leave us reviews wherever you get your podcasts. I know we're on uh, Spotify now. You can leave reviews over there. Uh, you can find us on all the usual places, iTunes, Google Play, uh, freaking all the apps and everything. So let us know your love. Feel, we want to feel your love is what we're saying. Aww, we don't want to lose your love tonight. No, right. we don't. There's one song for you to remember. Uh, that's it, everybody. Thanks <laughs> for being here. We'll be back next time with a whole other episode for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. <laughs> we'll, we'll see you next time. <laughs> don't jump. Don't jump.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Bah.